0: welcome to brewing through the multiverse welcome to episode two of brewing through the multiverse today on the podcast we got mike and we got joel hey
1: how we doing All right, so today for our drinks, uh, the initial uh, goal was to go to Magnify today, but they were closed. Uh, They had a really nice fruited sour called Oh Yeah, Um, but they were closed, so I went and I got some more Equilibrium. This one is color cloud purple. It's a Berliner Weiss, however you say that. Uh, Blackberry, raspberry, blueberry... And some hops. Four point five should be nice and fruity. We'll see how it goes.
0: Oh, this looks delicious. I have to say, this might be the best pour I've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say,
2: as a non-beer drinker, casually, I I feel like this. I might.
1: I want. I I have to take a picture. Poured better than mine. I got a heavy head over here.
0: I'm interested to see what you guys think of this one, actually.
1: Yeah, I'm curious. I honestly, I've never strayed from just straight IPAs, so this is a first for me with Equilibrium. We'll see how it goes. I think
0: what uh, what 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 is mm. vices is, is uh, white or wheat or, or, or whatever. I think it might be it's a German.
1: Meat. Ooh, this tart though. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. 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 definitely oh. German tasting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, here we are. Um, um,
0: yeah, I would almost uh, expect for it to be like a sour or something.
2: I I would say it's close to it. yeah. I would tart, say it's right? it's pretty yeah, yeah. It's pretty tart. Yeah.
1: But definitely sweeter than uh was it like that the victory what's that sour monkey one that's lip puckering? Oh, yeah. It's good, but woof, yeah. that yeah. one is tart.
0: <laughs> All right. So uh what, what uh what do you what have we been brewing with, guys? I think I, I would like to talk
2: about the deck building challenge actually. Okay. Yeah. So Here we go. something that we do often just to kind of mix up our deck building is to set certain restrictions and A lot of the times originally started with just, like, budget. Um, We did, like, uh, non-popular tribes, or I guess typos now. Non-popular (laughs) typos. Yes. But uh, this time around, we thought to not use anything from the top 50 most used cards on EDH Rec, um, both for the last two years and also the last month. Um, So I thought that was actually pretty fun, because it ended up cutting out, like, most of the casual, you know, staples that you would see, just like, you know... A lot of ramp, a lot of mana rocks, uh, yeah. some of the best removal. Almost all mana rocks, really. Yeah, almost all mana rocks. So, um, I immediately had an idea about like what I wanted to do when I when we, when we talked about doing this, and it's because I was thinking first and foremost, what deck would it need a soul ring? And that was hard for me because that's crazy that that's, you went right. That there was my it. first thought immediately was, what deck wouldn't need a soul ring? Okay. So I started to think, well, it's definitely a deck that <clears throat> could ramp itself, or it was low to the ground. One or the other it had to do, you know, fix the mana one way mm-hmm. or another. Um, but then I had noticed that actually, like a decent number of like cheaper uh, dorks were on the, the top fifty list. Like Lanawar Elves is on there, Elvish Mystic is on there, Avicen's Pilgrim is on there.
0: Sure.
2: Um, but then I realized there's a lot of dorks actually that aren't on that list. And that's when I came to the realization that I was going to uh, make Ragadraga, Ragadraga.
1: Yes. I gotta look this the up. Gorguts
2: <laughs> Boss. Oh, jeez. Uh,
0: yeah, I think I've had a copy in my binder. Oh, so,
2: for people that don't know, Ragadraga Gorguts Boss is two a red and a green. For a legendary creature, Human Boar, which, you know, what the hell is a Human Boar? (laughs) It's a 4-4, and each creature you control with a mana ability gets plus 2, plus 2. Whenever a creature you control with a mana ability attacks, untap it. Whenever you cast a spell, if at least 7 mana was spent to cast it, untap target creature, it gets plus 7, plus 7, and gains trample to the end of the turn.
1: Damn. So,
2: I decided to just go all in on mana dorks, because... Now I don't have to use ramp like cultivate and mm-hmm. all the rocks and all that kind of support, and that still gives me the power to like push through um, and cast big
0: you know big splashier spells. Yeah, and yeah. So which uh, which mana dorks are you putting in the-
2: So actually, I I think that this should have been an elf, or maybe was in design originally intended to be an elf because I just went super hard on the elf path. It's oh, okay. actually like an elf sub theme. Because okay. yeah. I would say of the the thirty five creatures in there, like I think twenty eight of them are elves, huh. um, and actually threw an Azuri in there just as like a finisher top end because why not? I have the mana for it, um, but yeah, no, there there is actually a ton. There's a ton of elves, um, a lot of elves that uh, tap for mana based on how much power they have, which with Gorguts giving them plus two plus two at the gate instantly makes them tap for three, um,
1: right. That's, and what you're using early as your ramp becomes kind of your finisher. Today. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. So you're talking about uh in a a, in a Zuri card. Uh yeah. A Zuri Renegade,
0: Renegade Leader. Uh, uh, Renegade Leader. Let's look at it. Okay. Um. Yeah. No, I have this in that uh Ketha stack. Yeah, of course. I mean, one. it just yeah. like
2: that's the standard like yeah. L finisher. But yeah, no. So my whole thought process was, how can I ramp myself without using the premier ramp and Utilizing mana dorks to the extreme
1: was the, the route I decided to go. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, a little off your path, but I'm excited Very to Very much see so, it yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up going with Massacre Girl. Oh, okay. Mono Black. <laughs> it's, it's not aristocrat. I'm not trying to go heavy with the aristocrat. The goal was, I was looking at the list, I realized that there was almost no black cards on the list. That's a good observation. Uh, so I'm just running some of my favorites. Um, just... I want to destroy the board, keep everyone, you know, down and play my favorite spells and <laughs> see how it goes. So it might be a little bit more casual, but I'm doing everything I want in something that's already supposed to be fringe. So. Yeah.
2: I also want to point out that we put a, uh, a $10 limit per card yeah. to just kind of, you
1: know, keep things within a, you know, a budget. Yeah. It'll be fun. I did put uh, Aeon Engine in there. Nah. Which I was talking about. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> want to try it, it work. out. work. We're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. If there was ever a time. So yesterday or two days ago, we got two together and uh, we yeah. did a whole day of yeah. Commander. And uh, the one of the first games we did was precon Lord of the Rings.
2: Yeah, we didn't have the Riders of Rohan deck there. To and I and I made a comment that I could definitely see <laughs> no, no, how funny. that evens it out because we're playing against two Food and Fellowship decks. Yeah. And uh, for Mike and I, without massive amounts of life gain, it was you know a bit of a bit of an uphill struggle. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, because you yeah, were playing the Saruman deck. Yes, and uh, you were making huge tokens. The amass yeah. was really going working.
2: tall is cool until right. you know you're facing down you know a wall of little hobbit people and they're delicious yeah. snacks.
0: Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the uh, yeah. Sanguine Bond. That I oh yeah, that Jerry played. Yeah. You know, and then with all the life gain that you're getting from foods and stuff, you know. Well, the
1: thing that really, at first, slowed us down and uh, allowed you guys to gain a ton of life was, what was that spell that you made those not, three nine-nine with oh, reach yeah. trees? Because that uh, ruined the us.
0: Something that, and, what is it? Yeah, that was gross. Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: because, I mean, we were we were chipping away, we were keeping the life down, and then these three nine-nines came out pretty early. Yeah. It had something to do with you gaining life, and just suddenly they were there, yeah, and that stopped yeah, that us you, dead in our tracks. Assemble the end mood okay
0: yeah, that was a, that was
1: cool how that worked yeah. but it's dependent on how much life you gain though right so it, it uh, does have a, a low floor okay so it's an enchantment
0: um, it's an enchantment that you put on the battlefield for four and says creatures you ha- have uh, you control have reach uh, sacrifice and then sacrifice assemble the end mood create three XX green tree Folk creature tokens uh, where X is the number of life you gain this turn Put A reach counter on each of them, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so,
2: yeah. So when you're sacking food for one, off yeah, of what is that, Sam?
0: Sam? One of the one of the Sam cards, yeah. yeah. And you're sacking foods for one, gaining three life for each of them. So I did it, did that three times, yeah, and then cast this three mana, that.
2: nine life, three nine <laughs> nines. Let's go.
0: <laughs> it was pretty sweet.
2: Yeah no um I can't I have to point out like how much synergy that deck had like it, like it would it looked yeah. so much fun to pilot just because I feel like every card Absolutely.
0: was relevant and did something relevant yeah. to another card
2: out there yeah
0: and then also I I guess for my for myself like like really enjoying the playstyle of it but then you know coming up on a on a few cards in there that I didn't think necessarily fits so much with the theme of the deck and wondering why they didn't put, like, Delighted Halfling in there. I guess yeah. maybe because it might even make it more broken. <laughs> yeah. But that's
1: also, that's nice playing through and finding which cards you immediately know you want to take out. Because yeah. it allows you to make room for some yeah. cards you do want to put in, like, yeah. you know, the One Ring and stuff like that. I think
0: uh, Feasting Hobbit was a, a card that I thought was uh, kind of underwhelming because... Uh,
1: the black creature? No, no.
0: I I, I think I know which one you're talking about. That so was my that skull. first creature you played. Yeah. yeah. But this one uh, has devour food three as this uh, as it enters the battlefield, you may sacrifice any number of foods. This creature enters the battlefield with that with three times that many plus one plus one counters on it. Actually, I wasn't forgetting about the the three times, so that's a little better than I was thinking, but I, uh, you know, even so, you're not getting the life gain off the foods when you attack yeah. them that way. Right. And I think... Uh,
1: but sometimes you don't... You're it just depends life, you know. on... Trying to get that Bilbo be... off, you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: So. All right. Is Bilbo in the pre-con? I believe
2: so. Yeah, yeah. The, okay. the, like, birthday celebration. Yeah, one. I think yeah. that's the alt. Oh, grander. okay. Yep. Oh, that's cool.
0: But uh, anyway, like, well, I don't know. What did you guys like, dislike about your decks, I guess?
1: You want to go with Samek? Uh, Yeah, all right, so I played uh, the elf deck. Um, Galadriel was at the (laughs) helm, Uh, Galadriel Elven Queen. It's a vote card, so at the beginning of combat on my turn, uh, if another elf entered the battlefield under my control this turn, starting with me, each player votes for Dominion or Guidance. Dominion, uh, if Dominion gets more votes, the ring tempts me, and then I put a 1-1 counter on my ring bearer. If Guidance gets more votes or the votes are tied, draw a card. So ultimately, with Galadriel, you're going to draw a card every time, if you want it, otherwise you get a Ring Tempt and a 1-1 one, one counter. She's a 4-5. Uh, I liked it. I think it was super fun. I liked that I was going to draw a card every turn as long as I played an Elf. And there was a lot of good Elves in the deck. The best card in it was Aristor of the Council. It's one green-blue. Uh, whenever players finish voting, each opponent who voted for a choice you voted for creates a treasure token. You get x. Uh, you scry X where X is the number of opponents who voted against what I voted for. Uh, And then draw a card. Uh, I loved the fact that when we were voting, anybody who joined my vote got a treasure token. And I liked anybody who didn't choose my vote. I got to scry. Uh, It just, it was, it's choices. I love when commander games have choices. And just watching how people react to it. So I thought that card interacted fantastic. I thought it was fun gameplay. And, you know, powerful. Because I'm drawing cards. I'm looking at things. We're making treasures. I enjoyed it. Did not
0: win,
1: though. <laughs> well, I think we all conceded, actually. Troy was in the dominant
2: position at the end, though. I feel like Troy probably could have pulled it out. Yeah. If it yeah it you know. it. Maybe, maybe, he, maybe Joey, too, and we were playing yeah, the same deck. But, yeah, but at that, that uh, point, yeah, you guys yeah. were, like, waving back and forth, yeah. and I think you were at, like, 30-something <sighs> again, and... He put out that Sanguine Bomb though. Yeah, I, I, I but well. then you put it out Sanguine Bomb. Yeah, Sanguine Bombs
0: d- all the d- way down uh, like. Yeah, that was, well. That was in the se- uh, second game okay. oh. that we played. That I played that that deck in.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. You know, we conceded for time. I don't know who won, but I know it wasn't me. That's no. Sure. Yeah. If I, <laughs> if I if I
2: had to choose someone, I'd say Troy one game yeah, one. Yeah. Um. So I played Perfect, the you know. Host of Mordor deck. And uh, instead of running Sauron as the commander, I decided to go with Saruman, the white hand, um, specifically because it was only four mana to cast. It's a one in Grixis, um, and I wanted to be able to play my commander, like, you know, not 15 hours later because, A, precon games go slow, but also Sauron is eight mana, I believe, to cast. So that's like, you know, you can see that once maybe. Um and Sauron the White Hand, Saruman the White Hand has the ability: Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, a mass orcs X, where X is that spell's mana value, um, goblins and orcs you control have ward two. So, I mean, it was very fun to play. I don't usually play Go Tall decks, so that was, you know, different and fun for me to do. Um, I definitely underestimated the strength of the armies, though, because very quickly my army got to, like, you know, I think it was like 14, 14 or something. and
0: Yeah, yeah the Amaz um, stuff is crazy. Yeah,
2: it? and then especially with Sar- uh, Saruman, I think it's really interesting, too, because then you could start going into, like, your X spells and whatnot, and then really start abusing that... Uh, that a mass X trigger, but the you know, the inherent weakness of having the one token is that, you know, if somebody removes it and or, you know, in any way then all of us or blinks it even, then you know, you just lost all your investment. Yeah. But,
1: but all you need to do is cast another big true. spell and suddenly it's you have another it's seven bad, seven. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's nice how replaceable it really is for being as big as it is. You could get reckless with something that's pretty massive. I liked it. It was cool.
2: Yeah, I would definitely, if I were to add some things, I would try to make it more uh, probably aristocrats Um, Probably like abuse sacking the Amassed token and then immediately making it again with some other, you know, spell, yeah. enchantment, artifact. But yeah, just uh, definitely interesting. I also wanted to give Sauron a try, but uh, unfortunately, we only got one game in. So I think I'm going to leave it as is the next time we play. I'm going to
1: try. The yeah. big boss himself. I'd love to see the Nazgul yeah. 9 in there next time.
2: Well, uh, the, the $90 it costs to buy uh, 9 Uncommons. I'll then. give you one. Yeah, I'll <laughs> help
1: just to see yeah. it happen. I really gonna, want to see them. He's going to donate one
0: yeah, and then you just you know, trade in cards for the rest of them. There is it like, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah.
2: The other problem, too, is I wanted to build the other uh, Sauron, and I don't know what to do with it because I really wanted to go... Just, like, big bads in the Magic Universe. Like, I have a Lord Xander ready for it and a Nicol Bolas. But, like, also, the the tempting of the ring is, like, an interesting like yeah. avenue to go down that I, like... But you have to build towards it because only so many cards have the ring tempts you. Right. Or the Amass is all side of things as well. And it's, like, do I, do I deal with that token? Right.
1: And in Alchemy, you know, the ring fully powered up is pretty powerful. But in Commander... You know, hitting someone with a little creature in order to deal three damage to someone isn't that impactful. Yeah. So I don't know if you really want to build it against, you know, around the ring.
2: No. We'll, we'll see.
1: We- Only thing I'm really curious about building from still is Tom Bombadil. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's been done. You know, everyone's talking about it. And I I don't want to be that, you know. I My goal was I'm going to tell the story of Lord of the Rings with Tom <laughs> Bombadil. And then everybody made videos and was talking about it that way. And I was like, okay, well. <laughs> never mind. Uh so I, I don't think I'm going to build anything else from here. For from the set? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's a, there's a lot of cool cards. There. Yeah. There are a lot of cool cards.
1: Absolutely.
2: I would say I would be most disappointed with Gandalf. And not that Gandalf right. is bad, it's just that the only Gandalf that really like impressed me was the Mono White one. Okay, and I yeah. already I already have a legendary Matters yeah. deck with uh Gengentha as the companion, so I can't sure. run it. Yeah. But I was really hoping for some sort of like azorius like, I don't know like some spell casty kind of thing. I guess that's what the is it one is. But like then it you know exiles itself. So I don't really want to do that. Yeah,
1: I wanted Balrog to be uh, phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't happen.
0: I
2: guess yeah. the green the green blue Gandalf is actually pretty cool. It's didn't good, you that, say that?
0: I, yeah, I I like I like that. But it's also I don't know that one's not that powerful. The white the white one uh, that you're talking about I think just Gandalf the white right uh, flash yeah I mean it's not bad but it, they didn't do something that unique with that really either you know right it I almost mean, would be cooler if they were doing you know something you know a little out of the the color uh, pie I guess
1: just something or, special for him. They should you, I, they should have done something. Special. You know,
0: you know, you can do a di- maybe a different like you know type of ability.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I actually I made up my own oh my Gandalf. God. We were Joel and I were texting one day I, I made one up and I, yeah. I feel like I nailed it way better yeah, than Yeah, better than, than on yeah. That one. He was helping, you know, oh, he was doing yeah. a little card draw, yeah. and not too aggressive. It was it was a
0: nice one. As game. we said, like yeah. I, I overall I enjoy the set a lot, you know, some things I was happier with than others. Yeah, absolutely. I think they knocked it out of the park overall. Have you
1: been drafting it? Have you done
0: any I mean, I've I've done a few overall, um, and it's a lot of fun, really, for sure. I'd like to do more of it, but, you know
1: yeah i started off pretty strong in it i was getting a lot of you know seven x's and then now i just i can't get over two wins it's <laughs> i don't know everyone figured it out a lot faster than i did uh, but i'm still having a blast with it it's still what, are, what are you moment. coming up against so what's the
0: what's the you know rough decks that you the the rings know. are tempting a lot yeah um, <laughs> Yeah, it, the, it's hobbits going yeah, on. I've,
1: I've seen some cool Nazgul decks, like where yeah. two or three Nazguls drop in a yeah, a, you know, Yeah, that's, deck that's rough
0: because they all like give each other yeah. plus one. When, yeah, and then when the, when the ring temps it, every time.
1: And, you know, they all have death touch. So even if it comes in as a solo, it's something you can't swing into. Yeah. Um, and their power is low enough to where, you know, yeah. you can't slip under with a ring. The Nazgul were good.
0: So you've been playing some arena? Though, yeah. Still? So actually, yeah. just to
2: prepare for the podcast, because I know that the both of you play arena, I started yeah. to to yeah. get some more arena in my life, and uh, nice. I'm mostly like limited for now because I don't feel yeah. like spending money on packs at the moment yeah. see if I can maybe
0: I can grind my way. You got some uh, some gold or some gems or whatever. To, uh, to yeah. No, like, I, I, I
2: ended did. up having some left over from yeah. uh, all will be one. Actually, I ended up I did draft that a decent okay. amount. Okay. Nice.
0: That was yeah, that was and that was a good time. Oof, that, that was uh, great. Yeah. So what what do you think that you would build, though, in in Constructed or, you know, I, I guess in Standard or, or Alchemy or, you know, That's what are you question. most interested in? So, um, the, the, actually, one of the con- uh,
2: Constructed formats on Arena that I do play or more have played, I haven't yeah. kept up on it in like a month or so, is uh, I really like... Explorer, I believe, is the term. Yeah, is that yeah. historic minus yes. alchemy cards? Yes. Yeah. So I really like that because I'm a filthy okay. like old school guy. Well, and like, it's I'm, also like pretty uh, much I'm, pioneer. It's yeah. pioneer,
0: but without like some some cards. Some cards exactly. They have the, the they have an anthology coming up. Uh, yeah, about, I, I heard about and, uh, that, which I think is a little mm-hmm. underwhelming, but uh, always is. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> but uh, in that, I was playing uh, uh, black green toxic utilizing nice. a venerated nice. rot priest and, nice. like, one yeah. mana. Cool. I, I, the card Infectious Bite is so good when you give yeah. somebody a poison counter and then bite them and yeah. then kill their creature, but the venerated rot priest trigger, nice. it's like... Yeah. No, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's it's awesome. pretty glass cannony. and, like, once, you know, if I one or two of my creatures gets what? removed, that's all I can do.
0: Uh, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Stern scolding. What, what cards from, uh, like, older sets are you using in that deck? Like, what... I don't know, cause a lot of that toxic stuff is from the new. Honestly, yeah.
2: that deck is like mostly one cards, just yeah. cause like, yeah. oh, there's one, there's a well, two mana, en- there's a two yeah. mana enchantment yeah. that's from like M twenty one or something. I can't okay. remember the 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 set or the name. It's great yeah. podcasting, but it when you target a creature with a spell, you draw a card. And that's it. That's all it does. So you get you get one or two of those out, and then you start drawing cards off of targeting plus the venerated rock priest triggers. It's actually pretty uh, pretty cool. That is to Bring that up while you guys are chatting.
1: I've definitely had some issues with the uh, the venerated rock priest when I'm playing. Uh, If you can get rid of that first venerated, it's fine. But you already have the poison counter on you, so as they start proliferating, which uh, you know it's still taking you to your doom.
0: (laughs) Which, um, like. You know archetype of that deck? Do you come up against the most
1: green blue? Yeah, the, um, semic, you know. the semic- yeah. one, yeah. And uh, um,
0: with the dive oh, down, it, the fairy, right? A fairy. Um, yeah, yeah, that copies uh the triggers. Uh, oh, look,
1: oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just know that dive down gets me every time. Because uh, they target it, you know. I target it to remove it, and then they target it to protect it, and then it, you know, phases out, and I can't even target it a second time. Dive down's brutal in that deck.
2: Is it this. <laughs>
1: uh, I just built a new uh, alchemy deck today, uh, on a whim. I'm doing that octopus from the set. What's it the Something. in the water? Watching the water? Yeah. What's it called? From Lord of the Rings? Yeah. The watch in the water? Yes. Yeah, the Kraken with yeah. the stun counters? Yes. Yeah, 9-9 yeah. 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 Nine, yeah. Nine, nine with nine stun counters. So I built that where it's just three of them and three Reservoir Krakens. <laughs> nice. And then just counter spells and removal otherwise. And just, you know, I've been having a blast with it. Counterspell battles. You know, it, Arena knows when you're playing a deck and just puts you against mirrors often. Uh, so I'll build the weirdest. Conspiracy stuff. Theory alert. Yeah, oh, dude. <laughs> and every time I'm against, like, what are the chances of me going against the same kind of deck when I'm building a uh, Kraken deck? In yeah, no, you know? yeah. But so it's just been a lot of counter Those spell fish battles. Fish swim together. Yeah, it, yeah, shoved us in a corner,
2: but it was all right. Oh, the enchantment I was mentioning before was Season of Growth, which is one in a green for. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under control, scry one. Whenever you cast a spell that targets a creature you control, draw a
1: card. That card is so good. So
2: good. Plus a one bunch of one-mana creatures. And it's an uncommon,
1: right? Yeah. I bet it's a few M20. dollars. A season. Let's see here. Um, oh, and Finn, the
2: Fangbearer also is in that deck, so that's not... I guess Cal Time isn't terribly new yeah. anymore. All
1: right, it's $1.50 for that card. You can get five bucks for the foil.
0: <laughs> but uh, No, uh the The fairy that I was talking about before, from uh, the toxic deck that you know you might run up against in in standard, is uh, Ivy, lethal spell thief. Have you ever played oh, against that? Oh yes. Uh, it's got flying. Whenever a player casts a spell that targets only a single creature other than Ivy, gleeful spell thief, you
1: may copy that spell. The copy targets Ivy. I love the artwork on that card too. Uh, they did a beautiful job on her. Uh, I want to pull it up now. So um, I think w- what you
0: do basically with that, if you're playing the Simic and you got the venerated Rot Priest because uh, you'll get a trigger off of it if you target venerated Rot Priest and then you'll also get a trigger from uh, Ivy.
1: Yeah, as well. uh, Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, she's annoying in that, and then they <laughs> dive down her too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh But yeah, no, the the poison is controlled well with this toxic me- mechanic. I think they did a good job with it, where it's just balanced it pretty well, yeah. To where you can you can brew cool stuff. You're like not this. getting blown
2: out by a plus seven plus seven. You know what I mean? Right, like would, out of nowhere, yeah, unblockable, and I miss modern infect though. I have to say.
1: Yeah, you enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, I was a big fan. (laughs) And I never played it, but I just liked that it was in the format. Like, I liked those fringe, kind of like that mill. You know what I mean? Like, all twin cons to go for.
1: Yeah. Eat Rack was probably my favorite. Unbanned Twin. Oh, they'll do it. It's coming. Eat Rack was my favorite modern deck. Not powerful, but damn, did I love that. So, when we were playing Commander, um, we ended up playing six games. Right, was it five or six? We got a decent amount in.
0: I think, uh, I think it was four, honestly. No,
2: I think it was five. Actually, five. Yeah, because Mike won twice. I won once. Jura okay. won once. And there was this uh, draw in the beginning,
1: yeah, which was technically you. Right. <laughs> I, I don't even remember what deck I won with. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Raph, right? No, that was against uh, Jura, for mm. me. Oh, that's Except right. That right yeah. That's right. Uh, destroyed everybody's... Exiled everybody's permanence, graveyards, hands, got rid the of grave everything. annihilation. <laughs> yeah, that was a quick concede for that one.
2: And then you have the CDH players out here just like, that's not even C
0: D H. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't yeah. supposed to be. But yeah. what, what was that? That, that uh, black saga? It was that
1: red spell that uh, when Joel was playing and uh, uh, he was playing Joira and... Our hands got exiled. Our our battlefields got exiled, and he had mm. like extra turns to bring out um, oh. omniscience and jingetaxis. Jenga <laughs> yeah, that way, he got a full <laughs> hand afterwards. Yeah, yeah that was. Uh, really- I would. I wish everyone
2: let that resolve. That was fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, Ayara, I won with Ayara. That's yes. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, nice. The widow of the realm.
0: And and what? But what was that card that we kind of all. Conceded to oh, the saga that shieldred. Yeah.
1: So I had uh, I had oh brought- you flipped the the
0: shield. Yes, I brought
1: okay. shieldred out of my graveyard and yes. I cast it, yeah. which wasn't that powerful. Everyone yeah. had a sacrifice. Yeah. Um, but when she flipped, and yeah. because Joey was milling us. Oh yeah, that just made it like. Everyone had off. like six cards left in their library, but the graveyards were stacked, and yeah. uh, when. Uh, Shieldred went off on her third uh, trigger in the saga. Yeah. All creatures came into the battlefield for me. Yeah. And that, that was uh, nice.
0: yeah. that was a late game. Uh, no, that was awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, was, that awesome. was that was cool and
1: definitely unforeseen like, no. <laughs> Yeah, I was I wasn't even really aware of it, you know, until uh, step two, where I was like, yeah. oh man, I should really not mention this card right now.
2: Quick, quick pop quiz, <laughs> how, including the backs of the new flip raiders. How many sagas do you think there are in Magic currently? Because I was surprised I'm going to say number. 42. All right, 42. I have no idea. This is the guess the I'm gonna situation. Guess a little, I'm
0: going to guess a little higher. I, I'll guess uh, 68. 68?
2: There are 103 sagas in Magic right now. <laughs> which blows <laughs> my mind because I feel like sagas are still fairly new. But no, they're like pretty consistently. I feel like in every set there's like a couple. Yeah, we're at 100, including yeah. the backs. But yeah, 103 <laughs> according to Gatherer. Good, bring keep them coming. Which I think is pretty cool because I was when My you were favorite. talking about Tom Bombadil before I was like, oh, it's, all the decks are going to be the same because like how many sagas yeah. can there actually be? But it, no, there's a decent amount. I mean, I'm sure there's some that are just like auto includes. Yeah, and there's yeah. some that are like, why would you ever do this? But you have options, you know.
0: Yeah. I uh, do you get the trigger off of? Would you get like some sort of trigger off of Tom Bombadil off of the Praetor ones?
1: So that's the problem is you technically do, but the problem is yeah. you have to flip the praetors first. and yeah. each one has a, a, a strict condition. Mm-hmm. Um, so because that was originally I started stacking up on all of the praetors for yeah. my Tom Bob Medill deck. Okay And then yeah. when I really looked into what it takes to flip the praetor into the saga, yeah, it's not always that easy. Yeah. Uh, it can be you can do it but it costs a lot of mana to do it it's a lot easier to just run a saga that's a good saga it's like, instead I'm of these sure. praetors yeah. right you know I mean listen you can and all the praetors are powerful but in terms of saga it's not synergizing too well because you have to do a lot to oh, actually make it your... $20 too what's that Tom Bombardier no uh, Sheldred's yeah, the mo- the most uh, expensive of the Praetors, uh, the foot predators. It's
0: kind of the coolest in my opinion. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: And this I pulled one's a lot. Up to 60? I mean, I guess it's always been 60, but Shield <laughs> of the Apocalypse just yeah. still holding strong. You know,
0: honestly, I I like that one quite uh the one that you played quite a bit, but the one from uh Dominaria.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the format on a <sighs> So good. so good. Ooh, <laughs> look at that face! <laughs> <laughs> what has she done to you? Yeah, no, it's <laughs> terrible. No. I get it. I get it. But I, actually, I won't play her. I, I'm
0: like I. I totally agree it and I am with and 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 happy that they uh, banned. Uh, uh, oh, what's it, What's that? Uh, black black uh, spell that they banned. Uh, oh, invoke or, despair. Invoke despair. Yeah, over over children because. Uh, you know, at least you can remove shield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You get your, you get your remo- re- removal, spell, then you know. It's
1: yeah, all right. did is invoke the spare banned? Is that actually banned? I don't remember the list. In uh, standard, yeah, I don't think so. Okay, I I remember the fake list that came out prior. Ha! So that's right, like what right, my mind right. is. So everyone was I so hyped for right that list. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> what was the last one that was in it? like mages Guild or So some, some weird land at the very end of the list. Oh. That, uh, I
0: think it was the, the the one that it's like the legendaries one.
1: Right. And uh, I was running it at the time, and I was uh, like kind of sad yeah. that that one got banned. <laughs>
0: but it wasn't true. It was, yeah,
1: I still got it. <laughs> yeah. No, st- Standard's been really good. I've been enjoying Standard too. Uh, I don't know what's in the meta. I've just been playing my own weird yeah. stuff with it right now. Haste Tribal.
0: Haste Tribal. Yeah. He's he's tribal, tribal. yeah. yeah. I'd That's be
1: good.
0: playing the, the same thing that I'm playing. And alchemy, just like like hu Abzan humans, maybe basically, instead of abs and halflings. <laughs> yeah.
1: Humans and halflings, yeah, kind of the same. Sure. Again, the artwork on all the halflings are some of the best. They the happiest little half uh halflings. I love looking at it. They really they killed it on the art when the set. So good. Except the showcases. So the top five decks that in standard, is. according to MTG
2: Goldfish, are Esper Control, uh, Mono-Black Midrange, Demir Midrange, Four-Color Ramp, and Mono-Red Aggro.
1: Aggro, really? I I wouldn't even know. I'm over. I'm down in the bronze level. Just well, Monastery Spear is
2: in standard, so. That's right. Yeah. Let's do it.
0: So the, those were the best decks in standard.
2: Just the just the most popular. The
0: most popular.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but um, you have to assume that like usually people flock to, you
0: know, what's yeah. the strongest?
2: Yeah. Or the newest. Yeah. I'm sad. Yeah. Control is at the top though. I I hate I hate control. I, I hate th- playing I against control.
1: What are the What are the forevs in that deck? What do we got here? The Wandering
2: Emperor seems to be like uh. the. The, the big bologna sandwich mm, there in memory and sun falls. Oh, it's geez.
0: pretty cheap but it also doesn't like you know I get, I get my stuff you know there's ways around it you know yeah, yeah but at the same time control <laughs> around uh, wandering out oh of yeah the- specifically yeah
1: I guess still it's a bummer every time cause you know you're gonna get your thing exiled and there's still a, a plane not necessarily there. Not
0: cause uh, all like Sergio's salvation at the last moment and, you know, they think they targeted it. My creature's tapped. It's it's targeted.
1: Mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I played intelligently enough to have that stuff. No, I just yeah, decided. man, that's it. Play those mm-hmm.
0: instants. Yeah. 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 That's how you climb a
1: ladder. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm still at the bottom of the ladder. I've never seen Mythic, and I probably never will. As much as I play. Guy's I just, Gift. I guess I, I play Limited a lot Guy's more. Gift. Yeah. Guys, oh, gift is good, yeah. Yeah, it'll get, ya. Nope. Oh, it'll get you. No, it'll get you.
0: So,
2: how long is Kamigawa in Standard now? Uh, uh, the rest of the year.
0: The three three year. Uh... Yeah, so
1: till the end of the year. I think Probably like eight months still we got. Mm, that's insane. I, I think, that's
0: think it's true. Might be longer.
1: That good one. old dot
2: com. There it is. Quarter four of 2024? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh my god, it's another year. All right, cool. It's another year and a half almost. Good. Mm -hmm. Quarter four of 2024? how
0: many more sets are they going to release in that time?
2: Increases the average size of standard from six and a half sets to ten and a half sets. There
0: you
1: go. Woof.
2: Yeah, the Wilds of Eldraine coming out next in two months. <laughs> Quarter 4, 2026 is when that drops out of standard. So. That's
1: crazy.
0: Well, so I mean, but... cards. Yeah, cards. I, <laughs> I, I don't mind it. They'll be good. They'll yeah. be good for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, no? yeah,
2: Well, yeah, I wonder how much of that was, was um, brought about by players dropping standard and then them using that as a change to you know promote people like hey your cards will be good for longer now like yeah stay a little again? bit but is it working i mean like, i mean i don't know i've uh, not all right, dude. I don't well know all. what's
0: what's what do they actually play at our card shop pioneer pioneer, that's, pioneer. Their, yeah. that's their main stage. and the cards are good for a little longer and that's yeah. it so i think the that's logic fair. does hold up you know good point
1: them. yeah because people do like to once they find something they like, they don't want That's to. That's my big reason right for not
2: playing standard. Like, sure, That's I like when a set comes game. out and I get to, like, oh, what can I add? But, like, nothing I hate more than, like, when the chunk of your deck leaves and it's like, I got to build something completely new. <sighs> I I'll play Commander for that. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it makes sense, though. But, you know, standard, it is what it is. Commander's where it's at. Listen, yeah. we played a lot of Commander. Was there any, uh, any plays that you guys did that really stood out? Something that was, like,. Oh, I did. oh, for yourself? Yeah. Um... Or, or that, that you just witnessed happen across the table. Because I, I could I could think of a few. My favorite, honestly, was taking your one ring with roll reversal. <laughs> <laughs> it killed yeah. me. I died from it. I was going to say that it killed you, which well, is what I loved about that situation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was the first trigger of it, too, is that everything brought me down to two life to where suddenly this three, you know, it had three counters on it. It only would have done three damage to me, but that was enough to kill me. Uh, I had Chaos Warp in hand. That way, once it got out of control, I could get rid of it. But uh, no, no chance. But Roll reversal was—it was cool to take it from me, at least.
2: <laughs> My favorite, actually, very similar, was to play an old school card, uh, Insurrection. Like, when's the last <laughs> time anybody saw Insurrection get cast? But I threw together a uh, Ilharg deck last minute to play with, just like some like dollar bin rares. And Insurrection was an all star. I managed to kill two people with it. Ended up losing that game due to not having you know have enough oomph to get through at the end, but it was just fun casting a card that used to be like a boogeyman. I don't know if it a boogeyman, but you know it was a pretty potent finisher <laughs> yeah. of the format for a long time, and now everyone's forgotten about it. So,
0: is almost my my moment of uh, what you guys are talking about would just be I, uh, I just in that warzone deck that I was playing, I just casting a bunch of uh, spells to to. Uh, get uh, value like uh, Knight's Whisper, you know? Yeah. And just, uh, you know, just getting a lot of value that way, just go, go going through the deck that way, even though uh, I, I don't think, you know, I didn't win that game either. But, I, you know, I was, uh, you know, fully still, you know, I was, like, tapping all my mana every, uh And that's what know, it's all about. And yeah. It, you know
1: and there's nothing know. better than actually looking through your whole deck you know how, how many times yeah. you play a deck and you're like I didn't see half my cards there's some decks like, yeah, I still haven't seen all the cards chewing and, through yeah, it yeah. there's nothing better just
0: a nice grip I was just like playing optimally with uh, that you know that type of stuff Deadly Dispute and you know maybe like sa- yeah. sacking a different like archetype read the bones yeah I love read the bones I'm pro read the bones you know <laughs> Just, just sifting through. Yeah, four yeah. cards. You get to see four cards with your out. That's, that's amazing. No. Yeah.
1: When yeah. Your life. Your Kethis deck went crazy. That's how Insurrection was. So yeah, powerful. actually. It is is true. True, Thank true God, God for all those elves. I <laughs> <laughs> wasn't doing a damn thing. And then you stole them all. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: nah. I want. I want to touch the hard deck up too. It's just because, like, yeah, that's. If I didn't have that Insurrection, elves would have absolutely devastated all of us.
0: Yeah. You had no loyalty, miles. <laughs> yeah. Right turn, very fast. Right turn out,
1: yeah. uh, another good. Uh, so I, last week I talked about Lobelia Sackville Baggins as something I was yeah. excited about. Oh it, yeah. It ended up. I my one win was with Ayara, and uh, I have to pay a lot of it to Lobelia Sackville Baggins. Joel was playing his Ilhark deck. And I was able to kill one of his creatures that I wish I could remember. It was a flip Kamigawa card. Oh, yeah. It's, all right, I got it for you. Okay. It's Hamura.
2: Hamura. I don't know how to say that correctly. A human ascendant, which is a six mana 4-4 four, four that can't block. But when it's put into the graveyard from play, return it to the play flipped. And then when it's flipped, it's Hamura's essence. Creatures you control get plus two, plus two, and have flying. And gain... Uh, one red, this creature gets plus one, plus zero, to the end turn, so fire breathing.
1: Okay, so he had brought that out, and uh, I needed to get rid of it, but if you get rid of it, it comes back bigger and badder. Uh, so I got rid of it, and when it entered the battlefield, I was able to cast out labellia Sackville Baggins with Flash, and I was able to exile the creature card from the graveyard, which then also gave me six treasure tokens. So I, I got rid of what I needed to get rid of. I got six treasure tokens, and I had the Sackville Baggins out as a 2-3 also. Mm -hmm. Worked out exactly as I was hoping it would. It got me my mana, and it helped me win the game. So, confirmed, LaBellia Sackville Baggins is a useful little tool. All right, so I have a confession. I have tried multiple times to make Blim the comedic genius work. I have, as a Rakdos player and as a lover of Blim, I have tried multiple times to make this thing work. I can't. I can't. I'm breaking it up. I have it still. It's sleeved up. I can't make that thing work. It is not what I want to do, even though that card reads out to exactly what I want to do. But every time I give an opponent a card from Blim, it's not fun. No one has a good time. They have to discard a card from hand, which is... uh, It's bad beats. And then they have a card that's either making them lose the game or discard more cards or sacrifice more creatures. Plim is the best Rakdos commander that just has never worked out for me, and I I'm gonna have to just give up and go back to Ayara a hundred percent.
0: Well, no, that that. New deck, the IR one. It's way better. It's so good. Yeah, it's IR, it's IR is, is so good. I like, I like playing against it better. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not
0: like you, you turn you, you won that game, so yeah. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I I have a bunch of battles in it too. I'm trying to, you know, I'm nice. I'm really stretching with the cards in Ira. Um, so having the battles has been fun. We've been able to see what the battles are capable of doing kind of useless to flip but I did flip the one the one <laughs> time when we were playing with Connor yeah. and Melissa and uh, it ruined your proliferate deck it did it was so not great the, the battles are cool Ayara is the thing <sighs> blim I tried man I'm sorry alright well uh, they, thanks everybody
0: for listening until the end of the pod I uh, appreciate you coming out today I Mike Joel you got anything for the for the end here <laughs>
1: always pay the one
0: always pay the one never
1: pay the one don't don't give in to that
0: all right they, thanks for listening guys uh, we'll see you next time on brewing through the multiverse